Have you been searching for a Christian clothing brand to proudly wear and support? A brand fully founded in the Word of God, sharing the good news through beautiful designs and a powerful message of truth and love? Friends, look no further. The Fountain Sheep is a gospel-centered brand seeking to lift up believers all over the world, reminding them that they belong to the Good Shepherd and they've been given power to overcome evil and be the shining light in this dark world. In fact, they believe in generosity and they go out and give 20% of all net profits to churches and outreach ministries like the Dream Center in Los Angeles and expanding the kingdom in Venezuela. If you want a brand that's just perfect for you for sharing the gospel, then go to thefoundsheep.net or at thefoundsheepbrand on Instagram and find out how you can buy these wonderful designs to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's that time again. It's Greek for the Week. I'm Chris Palmer. Let's open our Bibles and get right down to the original language, the Greek. God bless you. It's Greek for the Week. Thank you for tuning in. I want you to stay tuned. We have a fantastic show for you. We're going to be talking about something very important, something that you only have one of. If you have one of something, if all you have is one of something, you want to make sure you guard it. I mean, I have one house. I have one car, and I have that one pair of shoes that I absolutely love. And because I only have that single thing, it means it's very valuable. Usually, it's extremely valuable. You only have one of it, and that makes me want to guard it all the more. So what is that one thing that you have that is so important? Well, I can tell you something right now. It's even more important than your home. You say, how could that be? Well, you're going to see in just a second. It's more important than your favorite pair of Jordans or your favorite Air Maxes or your favorite Louboutins. Women, more important than those, because those can be replaced, but this is something that you can't replace it. If it's irreplaceable, you want to make sure that you take good care of it. And you know something? It's not just you that's interested in taking care of it. God is interested that you take care of this. And you know something that we really, we don't think about it often, and that's why we're going to touch it in the Word of God today. You know something? We're going to use the Greek to do it, because this is Greek for the week. And we don't just preach on here. We have to come at it with the Greek angle. And so we're going to do that today. Okay. And if you haven't guessed what it is yet, here it is. It's your reputation. How is your reputation? How is your reputation with people of importance? How is your reputation amongst your family? How is your reputation amongst your friends? How is your reputation in the Christian community? That's a big one there. Uh, and you say, well, I don't care what people think. I got it. You're a maverick. But it's important because you need people to accomplish the will of God for your life. So if you are just going to go out there and not care about what people think, it's going to trip you up. And I remember the Spirit of God ministered something to me one time, and that is, the Lord said to me, if your reputation is trash, it will limit what I can do in your life and what I could limit what I can do with you. Your reputation can't be trashy. Now, I know there's probably a few people out there that they, they don't like you and they want to talk bad about you, but if your reputation is a good thing, Okay, it'll always defend you. You won't have to work hard to defend yourself. Let's go to the Word, and let's go to the Greek. Romans chapter 16 and verse number 17. If you have your Bible, turn there. People say, what version do you use? I use ESV in the English when I'm talking about Greek. NLT, they're all good versions. I'm not any against any of them, uh, but NLT specifically. Are you ready? You have your Bible? Okay, Romans 16 and verse number 17. This is what it says. I appeal to you, brothers, to watch out for those who cause divisions and create obstacles contrary to the doctrine that you have been taught, and avoid them. Now, this seems like an interesting verse, but there's some different things in here. I appeal, it's an interesting Greek word, uh, obstacles, which is 
Tascandala, that's interesting. Divisions, tas dicostasis, that's an interesting word. But I, I want to touch a word that probably might get overlooked, and that's the definite article here, which is those or tus. Now, this is an article that is, or I should say more like a pronoun, and it's describing a group of people that Paul is telling his Roman audience, stay away from these people. Now, he says to avoid them or aclinite, which means don't go near them, get away from them, stay far away from them, don't have anything to do with them. We would say today, don't hang out with them, don't post pictures with yourself of them on Instagram, don't show up with them on your Snap stories, all right? Don't, don't check in with them on Facebook all the time. Don't do this because they have a bad reputation. Now, how do you know they have a bad reputation? It's the use of this article, those. The Apostle Paul, by using those and not saying who they were, is suggesting here by this simple pronoun, okay, this simple little pronoun, tus, is suggesting that he doesn't even have to go into any great explanation to even mention who they are. All he has to say is them. And they say, oh yeah, them. Because they were already known for their bad reputation. So, you know, you can be known by the works that you do and the things that you say and the discussions that you have and the posts that you make and the things that you like on Instagram and the people that you follow on Facebook and the things that you're posting about all goes into your reputation and someone doesn't even have to mention your name. All they can say is, you know, the person that posts these pictures or the person that follows them or the persons that they do this and you can be known for them. And so what Paul was telling us here is that these are notorious people in the Christian community. And they actually weren't even Christians if you come to find out what it is that they were doing and what it is that they were discussing. They were creating divisions and obstacles. Really what their heresy was is that they were causing all types of fighting. You know, they were known for their fighting. You don't want to be known for those types of things. You don't want to be known as, here comes so-and-so, the person that starts the fights. Here comes so-and-so, the person that is always causing the trouble, the one ripping the church apart, the one that's always got to push their political views, the one that's always doing something negative. What God's Word is telling us here is that we're always going to be known by our reputation. When I enter a room, I hope people say, here comes the person that loves Jesus. Here comes the person that loves God's Word. Here comes the teacher. Here comes... Uh, the person that knows how to forgive or the person that walks in love or, or whatever it may be or the person that admits his mistakes or the person that wants to do right, the person that fears God, okay? So God's Word is telling us to be sure, all right now, be sure that you spend your time, okay, not with people that are notorious for bad things who could just be summed up with one word for the bad they do, but to mingle with people who practice good works. Now, I remember teaching this one time, and there's always that person that says, yeah, 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 but Jesus was a friend of sinners. Now, we had to get to that. I understand Jesus was a friend of sinners, and I understand that Jesus didn't avoid people that were doing wrong. He hung out with tax He went by the tax collectors. Hold on, we'll get to that. <laughs> he went by the tax collectors. He ministered to them. Woman that sinned. Whoever is without sin, cast the, don't, you know, let them cast the first stone. Okay, all that narrative in the Gospels. I agree with that. But let's put this into perspective for a second. Who was Jesus hanging out with? His 12 disciples, right? When Jesus was with sinners, he was never alone. 
He was never by himself. And when he was with them, he was in a group and they came to him interested in talking about the things that mattered pertaining to the kingdom. Jesus wasn't out there just having fun and doing nothing with them. It was all about his father's business. And the conversation always stayed about his father's business. And he wasn't left alone with those people. All right. It was always on what was important to the heart of God. And he was with his group. You cannot be around people that have a bad reputation more than maybe one or two times without them dragging you in and making them or influence or having them influence you. It's impossible. Just not going to do it. First Corinthians 15 verse 33. Now, the Apostle Paul says that bad or corrupt, uh, corrupt company spoils good manners. Or it's just very basically, if you hang out with bad people, it's going to spoil good people. Now, he was quoting uh, Meander, who was 342 B.C. And some people say it goes back even as far as 431 B.C. to some of the Greek dramatists and, and uh, different Greek uh, philosophers at that time. Which, why is that important? Because as long as humanity has been around and as long as humanity has been thinking and making observations, the fact is, is that they've observed that you can't hang around with bad people without them influencing you. Now, here's a principle. It takes, this is so important, it takes, and if you hear anything that I say in this podcast, I want you to really hear this. It takes a lifetime to build a good reputation. It takes a moment to destroy it. So if you've been building your reputation, don't put it into the hands of people that have no regard for your name. I know you want to do well, but you know something? A lot of people have been sifted, and a lot of people have gone the wrong direction and have stepped out of the will of God for their life because they didn't pay any attention to their friends. I remember one time somebody said, show me your closest five friends, and I'll show you what the next five years of your life will look like. That's so true. And I look back on my life, where I am today, I can honestly say it's not just because of me. It's not because of any greatness that I have. It's by the grace of God. And it's also because of the influences that I have, the people that I keep company with. Don't think that God is not interested in the people that you keep company with. Well, I don't, I don't know how to be mean and break that friendship. Listen, if you don't break that friendship, that friendship will break you. So ask the Holy Spirit if there's somebody in your life that you know is just not good for you. Maybe they're just super negative. You know, you hang out with negative people, you're going to become really negative. You hang out with optimists, you're going to become optimistic. That's the law of transmission and exchange with people, okay? So today, make it a point to really examine. You know, we're, we're in the beginning of 2019. It's a good time to examine your relationships. Make sure that they're fruitful. You're adding to them and they're adding, they're adding to you. You want to be around the crowd that is of good reputation and of good report. You know, no better place to do that than in, than in a church. That's why it's good to have a church home because you're around people who mostly, mostly are people of or have a good reputation. I remember a story when I was uh, preaching in a country. I won't say what country it is because they might be listening to this podcast. But the pastor told me that there was a young man who was reputable in the community and he was a good young man and he was, he was you know, just a good, a good boy. Grew up a good boy, elementary school, good boy, but he got involved with the wrong crowd. When I hear stories, that say that, you know, I always know where it's going. 
got involved with the wrong crowd, and he became, he became very rebellious. And he started uh, listening to his friends and not listening to his parents. And the more he listened to his friends, the more they began to sway him away from church and away from the Word of God. And his parents, who loved him, said, you're getting a bad reputation. It's dangerous that you hang out with these individuals. But he didn't listen. And as a result of that, he decided to follow his friends and he got a motorcycle. Now, you can just tell where this is going. He didn't want anything to do with his parents' advice and started taking that motorcycle out late at night when his parents told him not to. And the story goes, he took that motorcycle and crashed it into a telephone pole and he killed himself. Not on purpose, but he died. Where did it all begin to go wrong for him? It all began to go wrong for him when he picked the wrong friends. He began to hang out with twos or those who cause problems. And that's why God's word tells you to avoid them. It doesn't say hate them. It doesn't say never smile at them. It doesn't say don't be nice to them. It doesn't say here that you should never, you know, whatever, you know, be human with them or preach the word or share God's word with them. It doesn't say that. It says don't hang out with them. Don't even keep company with them. Your reputation is valuable, my friend. It is the only one you got. Keep it because you know something? A good reputation will go before you and it will honor you and it will cause people to be won over to you. A bad reputation will cause people to scurry away from you. You know, you pray for God to open up all those doors. How about this? You know, one of the keys that God uses to open up doors for you is it's your reputation. And one of the things that locks doors that God wants to open up for you is your reputation. So maybe you're at a place today where you say, well, I have a bad reputation. Well, it's never too late to begin to, to fix that. And I think the best place to start is first got to repent. You got to ask the Lord to forgive you and repent for keeping company with people that you know that he hasn't called you to keep company with. After you do that, do what God's word says. Break those friendships. They're really not your friend anyway if they don't care about your name. And then begin to hang around the right kinds of people. And let them influence you for the kingdom of God. Let them influence you for good works. Let them influence you for everything that is good. And you'll begin to see that slowly and surely and over time that you can put that bad reputation in the past by the grace of God and move forward with it. So don't hang out with twos. Stay away from those. Avoid those. Just don't keep company with them. Get away from them as fast as you can. Okay? Well, that about does it for today. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Make sure that you um, give it a five-star rating if you like it. If you enjoy it, give it a five-star rating. And uh, make sure you share it with a friend. Tell somebody, hey, Greek for the Week, it's on podcast. Hey, we're going deeper on Greek for the Week. God bless you, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to support us further, you may visit us on the web at lightoftoday.org. God bless and good studying.